Hello, beautiful people. Hello, beautiful people. My name is V. George Smith, and I'd like to welcome you to a brand new edition of the Hello, Beautiful People podcast. So glad to be back with you for another week Hello, of conversation. People. A day late, but we here. Got my boy Rich Atticus Martin with me. Hello, everybody. Hello. What's going on, fam? Man, ain't nothing, man. Just chilling, ready to do the podcast. Ah, bruh. <laughs> what we got on deck? What, what do we have on the table? We got a lot. I, I, I got what we believe, what I believe to be a lively conversation on deck. But um, I kind of wanted to, you know, not necessarily do the icebreaker because I don't want Corey thinking that I'm stealing everything from his podcast, no, which, right. I, which I eventually do anyway. <laughs> but um, since it's just me and you, what's what's your impression of if you from what you've seen so far? Because for those that don't know. This podcast did start off as a sports podcast until we shifted, shifted genres. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what's your thoughts so far on the playoffs of what you've seen so far? NBA playoffs, what we're talking about. Here. Um, I ain't gonna lie. It, it from what I've seen so far, it is a little exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I've had this much excitement in the playoffs in a long time because I think you always knew who the favorites were. But now it's like you didn't necessarily know everybody was like picking favorites, but it was like still, you know, after last year with the Clippers, it was like, okay, they was favorite and got bounced. Right. It is like, Okay, you don't see teams step up. You don't got Atlanta in the in the um <laughs> in the playoffs. Not only in the playoffs, but in the second round, the Knicks made it. So it's like it 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 had that feel like anything could happen. I think the only thing that kind of draws it all back is when it's the next day and you got to hear <laughs> you know the commentary about it from people, and it's like it gets off topic and then they start talking about other stuff except for the game. So it, it, that gets a little annoying. Man, I, I completely avoid them shows now, you know, I can't do it no more. Like I could, um, I could definitely watch, um, like a YouTube clip, like a short YouTube clip like that. Yeah. But like sitting down and watching the shows like first take and undisputed, I can't do it no more. Because it's just so, it's so repetitive. It is. It just feels like they don't, it just feels like they take sides and mm-hmm. they're so, they're so um, biased. <laughs> but they'd be, they'd be so married to a narrative. It's like, it don't feel like a real debate. Like, I would nope. want somebody to say, like, I've I had these thoughts about 
let's just use Michael Jordan, for example. I had these thoughts about Michael Jordan, but after watching A, B, and C do this, now my feelings have changed on what he can do and blah, blah, this and that. But now with these people, it's just like, well, the weather was bad and he couldn't get the job. Like, it, it, it's, oh my God. <laughs> Look, yeah, I've never seen people like defend a player to the death about like anything is like Steph Curry fans is like oh if you said he couldn't do this and it's like yo can right. we just appreciate the fact that like he's a good player without saying that somebody else stinks because it's like at the end of the day all these dudes are professional basketball players mm-hmm. and numbers wise all stars and all that other stuff these dudes these dudes are here and we joke about it. It's like, yo, if they would have saw us in a pickup pick game, they would kill us. Destroy us. <laughs> like, yeah, Pat Bad may be running around with his head cut off, getting roasted by people, but if he saw us in the gym, Bro. he'd probably go off. <laughs> That's like one of the most humbling feelings in the world. Like, I don't know if you remember this guy. And for people that don't have no perspective on it, I'm going to say a name. If you're not like a big basketball fan, you're not going to know what I'm talking about. But with the first pick of the NBA draft, Cleveland Cavaliers at one point drafted Anthony Bennett first out of everybody. Right. (laughs) Now, we can't blame Cleveland for this because everybody from that draft year was pretty trash. Van could not palm a basketball and got drafted first like that's weird but (laughs) if Anthony if I saw Anthony Bennett on the court today Anthony Bennett would give me work breakfast lunch dinner (laughs) and an appetizer what are these onion rings get them off get them off the court Anthony, what is wrong with you? So it's just, it, it's just one of those things where I, I just choose to respect, respect it more than anything and just enjoy. With, with my team, with my Lakers out of it, I've been in a move of, I've been in a mood of, well, I'm not as stressed out anymore. Because them games, them games, oh, my gosh. Rich, so stressful, bro. Right. <laughs> the pain, like, the, the pain of sitting down and watching your team play, it's, it's, it's stressful, yo, because you just want them to win. You want them to win, number one. You don't want nobody to be like the people we were just talking about. We don't want them on the TV shows to be talking about you. Then one of the biggest pressures of our lifetime, these daggone memes and videos they be making up. <laughs> Man, did you cool. see the meme that they did of Devin Booker after the Suns beat the Lakers? What, with the, the Mar- Tupac one? No, the Martin one. No, 
Only one I saw was when Le- they showed LeBron and Devin hugging, and they put it side by side with two pockets yeah. on my hips. Yep, that that was a funny one. That was a funny one. But dude, they did the episode. You know the episode where um, a Martin where it was it snowed all the way up to the fourth floor, and it was all oh. frozen in the house. <laughs> yeah. And then Martin tried to kick everybody out. It was like they was like, we ain't going nowhere. <laughs> they used that scene. They made Devin Booker Martin. And they was like, get out of my house. And it was LeBron, Kuzma, and AD on the couch. I was like, Wait, Man, y'all, y'all you know what? too skilled at this. I did see it, but it, for some reason it wouldn't play. Like it went low, so I never got mm-hmm. back to it. So, but I, I do got it saved. Somewhere. I want that job though, Rich. <laughs> With the big memes, man. Where's George at? George worked for Bleacher Report, making <laughs> memes for every team that get knocked out of the playoffs. I think everybody would just shut shed a thug tear for me. Cause they would just know how much that meant to me. You'd be able to just be at Bleacher Report making memes about people getting knocked out of the playoffs. <laughs> Bro, if, like if there's if somebody asks, like, where's Georgia? Hey man, don't even worry about it. <laughs> he hears you talking, you might end up on the internet in about five wait minutes. Till, right, wait till about 1045. <laughs> you wanna know what he you wanna know what he's up to. And like, shout out to Jonathan Nelson for allowing me to use his amazing song, So Long Bye Bye, every time somebody gets knocked out of the playoffs. Bro. So a, lot, a lot of people wonder, a lot of people wonder, like, if he he's cool with it and stuff like that. He legit, like, and, and mind you, I wasn't tagging him. And for those that don't know, like, I have this tradition of when a team gets knocked out, knocked out of the playoffs. I have this video of Jason Nelson singing, you know, so long, bye-bye. And um, I play it every time somebody gets knocked out of the playoffs. So um, it was more of a big deal. Like, I would say it was more of a big deal last year because that was, like, the first time I did it. Now people are pretty used to it. But, like, last year when I started doing it, I had a lot of people retweeting it. And... You know, he doesn't follow me. So he would just see, like, when somebody like, you know, my friend Corey Henry is like me and one of me and Rich's good friends. But Corey Henry is also a world-renowned musician that's verified on social media, stuff like that. So he's, like, retweeting stuff from little old me. And, like, the everybody's seeing it and they're laughing at it. And then Jonathan doesn't just have any one of those people. And he was like, he just came on the post. He was like, really? <laughs> I was like, yeah, <laughs> hey, man, I want to thank you for the song. Because it's so, I can use it in so many ways. He was like, hey, man, he just gave it a blessing to use it. So I'm like fully comfortable using that song, even though Instagram be tripping, yo. But I figured out a life hack. Uh-oh. <laughs> Get the people you- the life hack. If you want to post videos on Instagram with music, use Reels. Use the Reels part of the app. Don't make it a normal post. 
If you make it a normal post, they will take that sucker down in a heartbeat. Ain't, so it ain't no more. I don't own the rights to this music. You better. Yeah. <laughs> if you post something with some music in it, use the reels joint because what they'll do is that they'll just tag the song and then add it to the section of the um of reels that has the song. Because you know reels is just bootleg TikTok. They stole they tr- they try to steal reels from them. So like reels is just bootleg TikTok. So, so Instagram is now um Stefan from Saturday Night Live. Bro, they be jacking, bro. <laughs> this place has everything. Oh man, I didn't even I didn't even peep that. I didn't even peep that. Bro, they be jacking, but yeah, so if you want to post something that has music behind it with it or whatever, just use the reels. Don't make it a normal post. If you make it a normal post, you're going to get that flag like this this post has been muted in 230 countries. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Dang, man. Like, really? But that's why if, if you see me post now, I've been posting. If you, like, check my um IG recently, I post reels, like, 80% of the time, unless I'm posting, like, a still photo. Like, if I'm, if you guys that follow me and follow the, um, podcast page when I'm posting something to promote the show I try to find a funny video clip or a song or something like that so by like the that, way by the way that Costco photo or whatever <laughs> <hilarious>. yo, <laughs> uh, just just quick point if you want to find out what was so funny about the Costco watch the last podcast and you'll figure out why gotta listen to the last podcast Yes. Which was just great. But like I was trying to post like like that one week we we're talking about, I forgot we we're talking about relationships, something like that. And I picked up that Moken Stuff song, He's Mine, You May Have Once. I try to post <laughs> that regular song. Post contains remnants of this. I'm like, oh, what am I gonna do? And then I posted it again with reels, no problem. They just add the song to it. I guess it's for artists to get credit. And I'm all for that. I'm all for that. Yeah, you would understand that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Shoot, because... Hey, and can I give a quick shout-out, Rich? Go ahead. Shout-out to all these people that still listen to my music. God bless (laughs) y'all. I be getting... Yo. So, artists, artists, listen, you got to get... If there's artists listening, you got to get Spotify for artists and Apple Music for artists because they'll remind you that you know you had you had this many streams this month. They'll tell you how many countries you were listening to in and all this stuff. Yo, people still listening, bro. I appreciate it. That, I appreciate that gotta feel it. good. That gotta feel good. Because music is such a I know with me personally, I be getting tired of music quick. <laughs> with like the mass production of music that comes out now and I remember somebody saying I heard somebody say something a couple months ago and it stuck with me it was like yo once you get past like they said once you get past like 32, 33, 34 you have already heard your favorite album 
you have already heard like majority of your favorite songs. So by that time, like your human library of music is already set. Like you don't need nothing else. Like you could just go off of what you grew up on and what you rocked with in like your early twenties and stuff like that. And that's kind of true. Yo, no lie. <laughs> and Tiff will tell you. Um, I went to go pick her up the other day. It, it, it's a whole thing behind it, but I was listening to the intro on the way to go get her. Come on, man. <laughs> I was like, man, this stuff came out in 93. <laughs> 93. And then today, hard. for real, it's still new. And then today, we was riding. She was like, which one is this? I said, Toto. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. You ain't let go of that total boy. Bro, went down a rabbit hole, got every every album they ever put out, even the live performances. I was like, no, these, these dudes is great. And then we we'll even hit a we'll even hit a uh a, a BG's moment and then we just like we'll be riding. She'd be like, BG's like, all right. <laughs> BG's me, please. <laughs> yeah, and then sometimes it's like I'll be having music in my joint and I'll listen to it because it's like, okay, I've been meaning to get back to it and listen to it and just figure out if it was worth, you know, streaming it or whatever it was or buying it or whatever. And then I'd be like, oh no, this is this, I don't like it. And mm. I'll find myself going back to like, like old school stuff. Like I was listening to Pete Rock and CL Smooth the other day. Legendary. For real. Hey. Legendary rap duo. For real. So so I so that that what you said a minute ago just made perfect made perfect sense. It's like, oh no, I'm, I'm probably stuck in my ways. I'm trying to be open still. Right. <laughs> I think like, that I'm still there, like RB wise, I'm still I'm still there. Okay. I, I can hear something new in R&B and um, and like relate and like rock with it a bit. But the rap, I can't. Like there's only like honest, I, to be completely honest and I'm glad Corey's not here right now. <laughs> like I promise you I could only listen to Drake. Like a full Drake album, like I don't get me wrong. When when Kendrick comes out, whenever he's coming back, when Kendrick comes out, when J Cole comes out, when Jay comes out, you know, I think that's it though. <laughs> I think that's Got it. it. Like I'm not even like, hey, you heard that new Nas? <sighs> There's a few I rappers know. I can still rock with. Like you, you mentioned them, but I can still get into Royce, and I can still get into. Uh, Black Thought when he does put something out and it got like that old school feel but it'd be yeah. funny like a album thought, a whole project though man? you know what because I think I learned I how to do, listen I, I think I learned projects. how to listen to what's the name for lyrics though <laughs> ever since that freestyle so it's like alright I'm gonna I'm really pay attention to what he's saying and just kind of stick to that because you this will make you laugh I saw a Smith & Wesson album a new one and I was like wow didn't know. <laughs> Right. I seen a I saw a video from them and listen people, we're talking about rap groups from the 
mid nineties right now. So if this if this ain't your part of the show, just let us just let us get this off real quick, and we'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, that, that but, that's all it says. That's all. It but says. I saw them doing a the video, and I try to like listen to it, and I'm like, no, this don't. Mm-mm. This ain't this ain't the same. <laughs> like, first of all, y'all look like y'all. Like y'all look older than y'all looked when I first in- saw y'all, and then y'all looked old then, and y'all weren't old. But now y'all are actually old, and like it seemed like the light skin one is like full dreadlocks, full dread now. Them, them, I no, mm-mm. <laughs> nah, they mm-mm. can't do it no more. Play them old stuff. Play that old stuff. I'm there on the old stuff. Yeah. I can't do the new stuff, bro. I can't do it. Nah, but it's like you said, there's only but a certain few that that could come out and be like, all right, I, you got my ear. Right. But then it'd be some dudes that kind of like, if you got the patience to search, you, you'll find some hidden gem somewhere and they'll be like, oh, no, the dude is actually... Exactly all right. Or right, you'll find a rhapsody <laughs> or um see I, I don't know nobody else besides rhapsody. Uh, shoot. I'm stuck. I'm hit. <laughs> hey, hey. I ain't gonna sit here and lie and talk about people I don't listen to like um shoot. Man, I heard Dave East is cool. Real New York, real New York, and I'm and I'm and I'm with that, and I'm with that because I can't. I guess I prefer that more than anything. If you give me that that style, I could definitely rock with you. I can't do yeah. the baby. I can't do none of the babies. Oh, none of the babies. None of them. <laughs> I can't. I can't do none of the babies, bro. Like. And like I, I really feel like the old dude. Super feel like the old dude. But I'm like, because I'm like, you know, Drake's my guy. Like, so I'll be like, all right. I fully get, I fully get what Drake is talking about, especially when he gets into Jamaican Drake, which I don't know why everybody has issue with Jamaican Drake. I personally, I love Jamaican Drake. I, he gets me. <laughs> Speaking of Jamaican <laughs> in music, I've, I've been blasting like old school um, Bounty Killer. Mm. And um, found a rhythm with um, the bookshelf rhythm where we got about 90 artists on one song. Yes. So when you talk about music and that that's old, that's super old. And it's like I haven't been able to listen to like any modern reggae or dance hall either. Mm-hmm. Because I hear it and it's like, oh, it's happening everywhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like it's it's really happening everywhere. Music has kind of got to a standstill with some of us, where it's just like Man, I'm really trying to be open so I'm not that guy. And they'd be like, hey, what y'all listening to? What is this? Right. 
you know, because every, you know, because every era still needs to shine. And then <laughs> who knows? You, you'll find these anomalies somewhere where you find like a 20 year old who has appreciation for Motown or like a strong appreciation for Motown and stuff like that. I see that a lot more now. Yeah. I was, um, I was, um, just on checking Instagram stories and, um, my, one of my friends from Brooklyn, Renata, she was arguing with her daughter about 90s music. And she was like, her daughter was like, um, I think her daughter is 15. She was like, okay, her daughter was like, okay, 90s R&B, yeah, I got it. But mom, 90s rap is trash. <laughs> She's like, what are you talking about? But like, I promise you, she was naming all the trash people. She was like, seriously? Skilo, mom? Really? Skilo. Like, like, she wow. was naming, like, all the really bad people. I was just like, she was like, Coolio, mom? Really? I was like, all right, she, kids got a point. Coolio was bad. <laughs> Coolio was so, bad. Right. So it's like, I think it, it's more... Um, debunking the fact the debunking the theory that the entire set of 90s music was better than anything in the world oh no it wasn't what we should say is the champions the big dogs of the 90s like the leaders of the 90s gave us some of the best stuff that i know i've ever heard and still to this day, because like oh, they these people was in their bag. They were in that. They were in their bag in them times, yo. But you know what it was, George. It's like when you when you really putting out that stuff, it makes it hard for it at that time. It made it hard for anybody else who wasn't coming with it to have any kind of like longevity because it's like, look, this is what you got to deal with. Mm -hmm. And if you don't bring it, you will be here today, gone tomorrow. Yeah. But now it's like anybody seems like the good part about it, anybody can get to make some music. Like that's the, the drawback of that is like, it all ain't good either. <laughs> and you got more people where you got to filter this dunk out where it was like, oh no, you had to really be like a beast in order to like, you know, maintain because we we got a lot of one hit wonders. We got a lot of trash music. Like, I, you know what I heard the other day? What? Look at all these rumors. Follow me every oh, day. <laughs> it's like, you heard it back then. It was like, man, all right, I get it. Rumors. That joke used to hit. That joke used to hit. Shoot. Shoot. Had those Casio drums in the background. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> and now man. That's what that one about Michael. Don't say he must be gay. I tried yo, man. They had the whole hood thing. They was talking about Michael Jackson. They must be talking about Michael Jackson. There's only one Michael alive on earth. Then you talk about rumors. 
something, 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 man. They get mad because something they had and somebody else is older. But they were, but that's, I think that's the oddity of it all. There were some really bad songs, like, we let slide, like, even, like, remember the whole whoop, there it is, whoop, there it is, fiasco? Yeah. Like, yep. that song was so bad, we allowed two versions to be, and they and they were both hits. <laughs> it was like... Like, wrap your mind around that. That's crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, Talisa Cosby has come through. Captain What's going on, lady? <laughs> I tried to retire that day. <laughs> hello, hello. What's good? Rachel, <laughs> okay. the, hey, y'all. <laughs> Ty, I'm just messing with you. What up, girl? How you doing? I'm good. How are y'all? We good. We good. We here talking about, we reminiscing about music from the um, 90s and maybe even before that. And we're, we're, we're actually revealing and saying that not everything that came out back then <laughs> You know, popular belief, right? Popular belief is the '90s was it. Everything that came out in the '90s was amazing, but then not everything was great. What well, What was your best slash worst '90s guilty pleasure song? Like you had no business listening to it. <laughs> yeah, what nobody know you like this, right? '90s, but, um. Does Little Kim count? Is that nineties? No, Little, yeah, yeah, that was nineties. That was late. She late nineties. Yeah, she, Little Kim came out ninety four. Um, I would say all of R. Kelly. Um, because I killed that album when he was on the the Jeep, I think, or the bike. Yo, that album was incredible. Please the don't cancel me. The one that had um Tempo Slow up there. Yeah. Yo. It was like a blue and green color. Yes. Yeah. Yo, listen. Hey, we, just to, hey, just the, the Hello Beautiful podcast, Hello Beautiful <laughs> People podcast does not support R. Kelly at all <laughs> with these newfound stuff going on. My daughter actually told me today when I was taking her to work that even his lawyers are trying to resign from his case that's wow. about to come up. Wow. But at the same time, Music don't pee on people, y'all. Lyrics don't Lord. pee on people. <laughs> you ever see the song pee on somebody? Yo, yeah. <laughs> I hear that. I gotta use that next time because I am a um, Bre- Breakfast Heart fan, and my husband judges me because I still listen to it with the whole scandal with Charlemagne the God. So. I don't know, man. Can we? Does it really tarnish? Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I was getting ready to say because it was like, man, up until that pie, we was rocking <laughs> out. <laughs> so where's the cutoff? That's all I'm saying. Man, I I can't even tell y'all because I'm, I'm I'm actually looking at the the album and the Apple Music right now. I can't tell y'all the last time I heard religious religious love. Oh man. <sighs> Remember when he, Rich, remember when he stole three John P. Key songs and made it into one? 
and called it trading my life. <laughs> and then John P. Key sued his butt off. <laughs> Yo. Y'all, did, now listen, outside of everything else, one thing R. Kelly could do was turn a church song into an R&B song. Easy. Man. Yeah, he could. But that was the but that was all of them dudes. Like that was the one thing that like I didn't realize that was going on that made me love 90s music more. Because I'm sitting here thinking that Drew Hill, Jodeci, they're creating all of these melodies and stylings and stuff like that. My crazy butt, who was in high school, like mind you, I grew up in a Jamaican household that really didn't listen to mainstream gospel i never heard commission i never heard fred mm-hmm. hammond i had never heard these people so i didn't know that they were taking that music from that <laughs> bro bro they'll tell you quick a lot of stuff that you hear yeah you could you could find it in gospel but even so, like Smokey robinson and them too right like little yep. richard mm-hmm. Ray charles yeah. Dudes, these 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 church chords been going on for years. Years. <laughs> for years. It's like, oh when I was listening to the intro, I was like, certain stuff they did reminded me of John P. Key, Joel Powell, and I and I I said, I'm not I, I hear the church in here. And what y'all really gonna flip out is you're gonna hear a lot of church musicians on those records. Yep. Like, this is what freaked me out, right? I remember watching when Run DMC was trying to come back in like like the later years when you know people's acting like Onyx with bald heads and stuff like that, like in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And they had that song called Pause. Guess who's in that video? Has right Stanley Brown. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. Stanley Brown before we before we know him as you know how we know him now. That's crazy you know? to me. So Tali, so like like one of our like I, I don't I'll, I'll call him more of a mentor than a friend, but like this person that um we met, I know I met him through my brother when my brother my brother used to play guitar at um Greater Allen Cathedral in um Queens. Like the dude used to get up like five o'clock in the morning and drive to Queens every morning to go play guitar, like two, three services and stuff, Sunday mornings. But I met him and then I even came to find out that he worked at um, RCA, the the gospel section of RCA and um, had a couple, had a meeting or two with him. And I'm like realizing, I'm like, hold up. You the same Stanley Brown that Produce Christopher Williams. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Like that's you. <laughs> Him that do Rob Lewis for Mass. But I'm sitting there and I'm watching, you know, a TV one be doing them unsung things and these popular artists and then they be interviewing Stanley. Like, yeah, so we had this. I'm like, wait a minute, what are you? <laughs> you learn a lot. Like, it was you really know, unsung, um, yo, yo, you I go down a rabbit so hole much. of an unsung. Oh Listen. my goodness! <laughs> yo, I didn't know that Teddy P had the teddy bear jeans, my guy. Like I had no idea. <laughs> 
I learned that from Unsung, yo. Like, what? Why do you have the teddy bear jeans? <laughs> like, nah. I understand Nelly came out with the apple bottoms, but dude Ooh. has the teddies. <laughs> nah, nah, you want to see me in those? Nah. You want a pair of these yep yep? <laughs> yep, yep. Oh shoot. Them junks used to, them unsung would be breaking my heart though, yo. I, I just I I feel like they it'd be different people every time. <laughs> All the stories go the same way. For real. Like discovered it discovered in 1985. She did this and she had a friend. Her first song went to number one. Then it all took it. <laughs> I know. When that man says then, it's over. It's either they, it's either they didn't understand the contract or, or somebody wanted to leave. Somebody was getting too much shine. Next thing I knew, the car flipped over five times. I, <laughs> I lost my record deal. Like, what? Like, because of a car? <laughs> Word. I, I lost your record deal because of a car accident, sir. I don't know. It was a, it was a clause. <laughs> they took his song and it went to number one with a different group. We'll be right back. Like, <laughs> yo, for real, it'd be like you see, it's always somebody else trying to come in and replace the person, and then it just never works out. <laughs> Like I saw the Drew Hill one, and they went through like eighteen members. Oh. Yo, do you know that Drew Hill now is Cisco and the dudes from that group Player? Player, yeah, yes. Cheer- Remember, cheers to you, yo. Yes. Yeah. Yep. As they rock with that album too, but that was the only album they put out. Player, hey, which, which which goes back to what we were talking about before. It's like, hey. <laughs> Sometimes you you can you can you can have a great career, and sometimes you can put something out. It, it is trash. It is the only, trash. The only thing the the staying power about the nineties though was if you did get that one hit, I think some of these people are still like kind of well off because people actually bought music back then instead yeah, no of like the, the streaming. The, there was no streaming and stuff back then, so. Those yeah. one hit wonders is probably still paying somebody college or something like that. So Yo, I would I would say that the one hit wonder that I kill now that I didn't realize was a bop like back then. Millie Vanilli. Girl, you Stop know playing. what you <laughs> Like I be killing that. Not the ooh, 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 I love you. Yes! Ooh, 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 I love you. Girl, you know it's true. With the boxing and weed braids, man. Yo, Billy Vanilli was a bunch of dudes <laughs> with, with braids, blazers with thick shoulder pads. Yeah, that song was a hit, though, man. I tell you and that. Late, and Rich. Biker Shorts, and I was like, what is this? Act <laughs> like that. Act like that record was nice though. We yo be, be, before I seen them, I ain't gonna lie. I was like, girl, you know it's true. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, 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 I love you. 
Yo. Yo. And so, so to answer your question earlier, what was, Talisa, thank you for the subway. <laughs> what, what was the song you didn't want nobody to know you was listening to? There it is. I think we got yours, right? There it is. I think we got yours. Millie? Oh, my goodness. Yo, it yo. was fire. Even, uh-huh. even the other one, baby. Don't forget my number. Yo, oh, yes. Love will see you through. <laughs> do, 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 do. Yo. That joint was that dope. crazy. Dude, when I oh. saw what they looked like, I felt weird. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> when you saw them braids tugged under that wrap. Dudes was dancing on top of the building. <laughs> Hat and leather shoes. Uh, blazers and tights. I was like, no. I just, I just finished listening to Onyx. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Who sent y'all? Word. Who Word. sent y'all? <laughs> Word. Yo, oh, it just, it just think about it, bro. Like, if we never saw what they looked like, that that joint was fire. It was really fire. Yeah. George, you don't know about no Onyx. Cut it out. Yes, Come dude. on, man. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, Corey Reed is here. Come on, man. That that I, I kept the baldy back in the day, bro. One Listen. gun, two gun, three girl, four. <laughs> Yo, it's all about all about crowd Onyx. Time to get live, live, live like a wire. Set the whole stage on fire. Yo. That's, man. Listen. They wasn't that playing was, that no Connecticut. Knock it yes, off. Yes, it was. Right. Team. All right. Because we bro, didn't, have, t- we didn't bro, have tape players back then. For, like, we didn't know what a Carhartt jacket was and butt naked pants <laughs> and Gore-Tex was. The only thing about it, it was like the real grimy dudes that was doing it. The real drug dealers would never do it. They was like, nah, bro, I'm going to keep this Nas cut. Call it a day. <laughs> everybody else man me mugging walking down the hall with these oversized Carhartt jackets on man with these Gore-Texes we knew what was up so while we're here so we we deep in the 90s I, I wanted to talk about a specific a specific part of the 90s and 2000s that we do not we literally don't get anymore. And this article I found is from 2019 and it's from Vibe Magazine. Shout out to another throwback from the 90s, Vibe Magazine. Did sure. you did you have a Vibe Magazine subscription in the 90s? Nah, what I would do no. was I would read them at the store and if I like it, I bought it. But if the, and then also depending who was on the cover, which is you know very superficial. It's like who's on the cover? Yeah, I, get I might it. get that. I get it. It's okay. I had a vibe and I had a source subscription to make my my coffee table in my um apartment look legit. I definitely did. And yep, I would just yep. like just like lay them across the coffee table. So people had reading, reading stuff. If they wanted to read, it was there. Oh, bro, it was either Vibe, Source, or Slam Magazines at my crib. So. Oh, yeah, the Slam joints. 
So now you had I a mean, king subscription. Got it. Wait a minute. What are we doing? He's just coming in here hot. I just don't know. Y'all said vibe and slam. Everybody had a vibe and slam. I used to take the AI posters out of the slam. And my, AI and Penny, those are my my people. Yeah, I didn't care for nobody else. And if it was Vince, possibly, but uh, so we just going to skip over King? Um, <laughs> no. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Next, next, listen, next time. Listen, no, 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 no. we can talk about it. No, we can talk about King because we already talked about R. Kelly. You missed that. <laughs> if you, if just 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 to reiterate for you, Corey, we just want to again say that the Hello Beautiful People podcast does not support R. Kelly in any form or fashion. But we also want to remind you, music does not pee on people. Lyrics don't urinate. All right, we'll make that completely clear. <laughs> because, I, I see why we skip right over that topic. Okay, no, 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 okay. no, no, no. We had we, no, we were there for a minute. We were there for a second. We were we visited some of the some of the some of Kel's finest works, and in the words in the words of my friend Corey Reed, don't nobody want to stand in front of that in a versus. Not nobody. I can't confirm or deny that I agree with you because of uh, his, his current situation. So I'm just going to... His music don't... Be, his music hasn't raped anybody, Corey. Again, I do not support R. Kelly at all. But while he's behind bars, his music is still free. Have they... Corey, have they arrested his music? Essentially, Yeah. When last time you played Happy People? Happily, man, I enjoyed it. Corey, I, I get, I, I get, a, I get a slight itch when, when the songs I know he produced comes on. <laughs> man, yeah. to me, to me, his questions came on today in the truck. I was like, oh man. <laughs> so, I, I don't want. I don't want. I don't want to stay here. But let ignition remix come on. Let's see how. Mm. Let's see how still you can be. Yo, you bro, <laughs> no, bro. Man. The ignition remix did not pee on nobody, bro. Yeah, did. On the Dave Chappelle show, it did. It definitely did. It did. But hold up, R. Kelly has become the new Millie Vanilli. Now he, I'm pretty sure people are still listening to him, but they nobody yeah. gonna tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's gonna tell you. You know what's funny in the um in my group chat with um my buddies from the remix on Bonafide Radio, um they they text. I'm I'm trying to find the text now while I'm talking. They legit texted. Hold on, and I'm gonna read y'all this post. This is on Facebook about four hours ago. So I was building a set list for a show. And I just realized, are we not playing R. Kelly music anymore? Not trying to offend anyone, but the music. And like these comments, is a I DJ'd and finally played one. A few looks, but people started singing and bobbing to it. One other person said, yes, we are playing his music. Kelly is a goat musically though, not outside of that. Bro, do it. No 90s without him. We want his music. 
Just don't want to hear him singing it. <laughs> oh, bro. Yo. Oh, I can't read that one. Oh, that- my gosh. Nope. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Just take your word screen- for it. I'm going to screenshot it and send this to y'all. I can't read that one at all. We'll take your word for it. Oh, my gosh. But let's get off the subject because I don't want to say I don't want to say that. Great. Let me stick to the topic that I found. Um, like I was saying, Vibe made a Vibe made a uh, did an article 2019. And um, come on, article, don't you run away from me now. And we were, and I want to just ask you guys. They listed thirty six soundtracks from black movies, and this podcast I wanted to make a love letter, a love letter to our black music soundtracks that I miss immensely. Number one, um, because the soundtracks we would always get an extra song or two from the people we love the most. You'll get an extra Mary J record here and there, an extra Jay-Z record here and there. Um, And then secondly, and most importantly from soundtracks, we got introduced to a lot of brand new artists through those soundtracks. And I feel like it's one of the most it's one of the biggest voids in the industry today, not having the soundtrack still being a viable weapon to release new music, release music that might not have made an album, but still got, you know, put out or something like that. I just miss it. So there's a list of 36 here. And I'm not gonna make y'all. I'm not. It's not a guessing game or nothing like that. I just want to see what your favorite soundtracks were, and see if they're if they're named on this list. George, I got one question, and yes. my one question will tell me how your list is. Uh, that list is comprised, not yours. Is the Who's the Man soundtrack on it? They got pictures and everything. Dang, I thought this was gonna be like a concise thing. Shoot. Who's the man? Who's the man featured partying by Biggie? Um, yeah, that's when we first heard Big. I'm trying not to give away what's up here, with a, but I'm, I'm just I, trying I, to I, find... While you find, who's the man, my other yes. question... Is the space jam is space jam soundtrack on that? That may sound a little I, a little young in the face. No, 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 no. That's what you're not gonna do. Don't don't you don't you don't you fight back that feeling, Reed. Space Jam is on here. 1996. Okay. All right, good. All right. All right. Monica, all for one, LL Cool J, Buster Rhymes. They said the standout songs were for you, I will. An angel of mine. Um, let me just read the little blurb because it's worth the read. Name a children's film with more infectious ditties than Space Jam. We'll wait for Monica's For You I Will, 
to Buggin' by Bugs Bunny himself, <laughs> which we all know was written by Jay-Z. The six times platinum. That's how big soundtracks were back in the day. Six times platinum. The six times platinum soundtrack encapsulates everything the film was about. It evokes emotion, which is felt in the joints that offer one soaring track, I Turn to You, which was later, later popularized by Christina Aguilera and blah, blah, blah. But yes, that one is definitely there. I'm looking for your other one, Corey. I forgot that joint had hit him high with, with all of them dudes on here. Yo, I saw, I saw that on one of them throwback pages. That jump went hard, yo. I just didn't understand why Coolio was up there, but it was all right. But I respected his verse. Uh, you had to because look who you was on there with. He had to he had to bring that pen out. Corey is not up here. I am shocked. Who's the man's not up there? No, it, this is a this is a vibe article from 2019. Throw the whole list away. Now, list away. I'm and I'm gonna say this, and I know that. I'm going to comfortably throw away one soundtrack and put Who's the Man here. They have the Moonlight soundtrack here. You can throw so I'm going to throw that out. You can throw that out. And we're going to put Who's the Man on that list. I, I know it's recent, but is uh, Black Panther on there? Yes. Okay. Black Panther is up there. Black Panther was tougher than stale bread, bro. It was. Black Panther and that new Lion King soundtrack was kind of tough. It's Nutty Professor on there. Absolutely. Okay. I was about to say, if you ain't got who's the man and Nutty Professor, why are we even talking? What about Dr. Doolittle? Is that up there? Hold on. Let's see here. I don't think I saw Dr. Doolittle. Nutty Professor. I found Nutty Professor. Ain't no touch man. Another one, 96. Word 96, yo. Wow, let's see here. Ain't no cases hit single featuring Mary J. That was Cases' first single, an example of somebody you know, brand new. Um, that was on that movie. was on that was on Nutty Professor Joint. What cases? Um, yeah, yeah, you know what you write because they, they always played that part where uh, Jada was running in on the beach and fell through the sand. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. wow, that's how we got introduced to Case. Case Case was just one of those he couldn't really sing, but he had nice records. He really did. Case that, had that, some that's accurate. Case had some records, yo. That joint where he had Beyonce, what was it happily ever after? Yeah, that one. The one oh. he got with Joe. Oh my God, faded pictures, bro. The, that that the, there there was no faded denying that record. Pictures. Oh my God. You can you cannot you cannot kill you cannot say anything bad about that joint. That joint is Corey. Fine. What is Brian McKnight gonna do with Joe plays faded pictures, bro? What is Brian McKnight gonna do? <laughs> Play cross your cross your mind and uh dare him to play another a hit record. Okay, all right, you gotta, you, all right, you, gotta, you ain't you ain't you good at this? I'm trying to. <laughs> Yo, cross your mind, cross your mind had that church chord in it. 
It was funny because it sounded like it was gonna be one of those um really really cheesy um uh, <laughs> songs until all of a sudden that trill went into that chord and everything else dropped. I was like, oh no, no 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 I, no no. This, this song is a problem. I love how much every I love every artist. Every artist has that record that you like. What you gonna do when like whoever standing in front of this? What you gonna do when this record play? Every artist has one or two of those, like mm-hmm. automatics. Don't care what you play, it's an automatic win. Well, I love well, how much I love how much um because uh, well, first of all, we did we did a black people thing. We did a black people thing, and that's all right. This is a black people podcast, but um songs called Anytime. And we definitely call it Cross Your Mind, but that's fine. But I knew. <laughs> Cause I knew exactly what y'all was talking about. So that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. But, shoot, I be calling "I Can Do Anything" by Jay Z and Beyonce. It's really called "Nice." <laughs> I ain't never called one celebrity by their real name. It's, it's always who I remember them playing. Oh shoot! <laughs> but I love the the way that anytime was so in the pocket. Mm-hmm. That song is just. In the pocket with them, them court, and, uh, and it's just him going sick. Like it, it, I felt like in the second verse when he still sings that, still have your picture in the frame. He mm-hmm. sat up. You ever see that meme? But <laughs> it's like they said you play in two K, and the score is tied, and it shows the guy sitting back, and he sits up in the chair. <laughs> That's why I envision Brian McKnight on that on that record, like. He got into that record on, on that second verse. But um let's see here. Any other soundtracks you could think of? Um, of course you got the boomerang in there. Boomerang is definitely here. Um I boomerang is boomerang is, is in my top five soundtracks for sure. Give you no, my wait. heart. End of the road. I so they, yo, they had end of the road and I die without you on one soundtrack. Those are two mega hits. But wait, did did help me with this? Did Boomerang introduce Tony Braxton or was she already? Yes, it did. Okay, all right. Yes, it did. <laughs> uh, Boomerang was um, give you my heart. That was Tony Braxton and Babyface. That was Tony Braxton's first single. And that's how they debuted her first album. Which the, I also what, feel is one of the best debut albums, that debut R&B albums of all time. Yo, no lie. One of my favorite songs on that album is How Many Ways. That's a tough record. That's a Yo. tough record. Yo. bro, tough record. Bro. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm about to go look for that joint now because ain't, I say, ain't too many tag team. Only tag teams, be- only tag team better than Tony Tony Braxton and Babyface are the Hardy Boys. I'm gonna say that right <laughs> here, right now. Not even the Road Warriors can can, can, can outdo you are Tony Braxton, George. Hopeful. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. There's only the Hardy Boys is better than. I, I would remember how you felt when the Hardy Boys came out at WrestleMania. Do you remember how that felt? <laughs> I 
got in trouble with my wife. I yelled out so loud with them two kids. She was like, baby, what But Tony bro. and Babyface, bro. It wasn't, didn't, wasn't Love Should Have Brought You Home last night on there, too? No, that was on oh. her debut album. What was it on Boomerang? No. What? 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 Bro, hold on, hold on, hold on. Bro, check again because remember, she said it. Hallie said it to him. Yes, it was. You're right. You're right because it's right here in the article. You're, you're exactly correct. My fault. You're right. No, I just I just had to check because I was like, I remember it was like, shoot, that was a whole setup for the song. Like one thing, that's the one thing about the 90s. They knew how to break an artist, bro. We didn't know nothing about, I know I didn't. You know nothing about no Tony Braxton, yo. And they just yo. broke this artist that sounded a little bit like Anita Baker and just broke her to the masses with this soundtrack and this movie. And look at her now, third, like almost 30 years later. Because this soundtrack came out in 92. And can't get paid. I love you, Anita. Come on, man. What are you doing? Why? Why, why, are you, why are we being so rough? But yo, you know what's crazy? Me and Tiff was talking about this in addition to like good soundtracks and stuff. Yo, you was you was bound to get a fire interlude or a skit on some of these records that will lead you right into the song. And it's like, man. This combo is making me think of a fire topic, but I'm going to hold off. I'm going to hold off. I'm going to hold off. No, nah, do what you got to th- do, bro. No, nah, not nah, George. I got I to gotta think it through, but it's making me think of a fire conversation that uh, I think the two of you, James, and I'm going to get another music lover. All right, all right. Let me stop talking. But yeah, this is making me, this is making my mind, this right, is making just, my mind wrong. Just invite us, Corey. That's all we're just saying. Just when you get it together, just invite us. We'll come. <laughs> I, I will say that I'm very upset at the omission of probably my favorite soundtrack. And I'm going to see if it's on Apple Music. It is. They left out the soundtrack for the movie Life. Really? It is not there. And now that I'm looking at the soundtrack, hmm... What? Although, although, I'll say this. As a collective, now that I'm looking at the whole soundtrack, not a cohesive body of work, because they got they got Trisha Yearwood up here. But <laughs> fortunate by Maxwell. It's gonna rain Kelly Price. What would you do, City High? That was a new artist. They always a new artist got broken every time. You sparkle. Speechless the the Isley Brothers. Life, Casey and JoJo. I mean, we can just start with the fortune about Maxwell. We can just start and stop there. I like Fortune is one of those songs that made me wish I could sing. Cause I promise you, when he when he got to the end of that junk, when he was just like ad libbing that junk out, and that man said, "I'm so mighty, mighty proud of you," I was like, "Yeah, that's it. 
I'm so mighty, mighty proud. Yo, those are my kind of ad libs, fam. Like, you better go ahead. I'll just shut that whole section down. That's it. We got it. Don't sing another note. <laughs> that joke was so, that joke, he went so crazy to me on that. I don't know why Vibe tried to be so inclusive in this list. They got this suicide squad. I'm like, no. all right. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Hold up. All right. Brought to me from the desk of the Martins. Is Love okay. Jones up there? Come on, man. I wouldn't even be looking at this list if Love Jones was in there. I w- I'm, looking, I w- I'm looking through the list now. Yeah. Now, nah, we ain't heard much from it, but this song was fire. Hopeless by um, Dion Ferris. Come on, man. <laughs> that, they say you're hopeless. Yo, that joint was fire. Well, what? can I ask you a question, though? What's up? Hey, Corey, Corey I need you to pinch it on this. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Y'all ready for this? It's, really, it's something so simple. What, what, what's more hopeless than a penny with a holding? Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> nah, come on, man. Nah, this this lady this lady broke this thing all the way down. First of all, you already just a penny. You already just worth one daggone cent. But then you put a hole in the penny. That's the most hopeless thing. <laughs> You put a hole in the penny. That is the most hopeless thing in life, bro. No, that is that is. I don't know. That's like a step down from being homeless. Like <laughs> you ain't got no home. I got a penny with a hole in it. What? Then she and said, "At I'm least no if you get less. if you get a hundred pennies together, you can at least buy something. If you show up with a hundred pennies with holes in them, you might as well turn around and go back, fam. Like you just you, at least you get the- Arizona. At least you get Arizona. <laughs> at least that." Oh shoot! But yeah, this this sound this Love Jones hopeless sweetest thing that was Lauren's like first single by herself. Yeah, Maxwell um, up there, something something. So, yo, Maxwell was the soundtrack killer. Um, <laughs> Trina, remember Trina Broussard? Feel me? Here. Like they, it's, there's some records, man. Like Maxwell hit you with the something something remix. Oh, yeah, this oh, was no, a no. That something something remix was banana, nah, that, bro. That that's, that that something something remix is nothing but flesh. I'm just gonna say that <laughs> right now. There's that, nothing holy about that song. There's no, that, nothing. That something something <laughs> remix make it seem like the lights get dark and then all of a sudden some orange some orange sun come out of nowhere. No, no shade, but I start squinting like a light skinned person. No shade at all, but I start. I, I'm not trying to be funny, but I just I, I flip my collar up. I, with, but what, what was you? What cologne was you wearing in '96, Rich? Uh, <laughs> Corey, Corey, you got to jump in on this too, because I'm a. I'm gonna see if we any of us is wearing the same cologne. Come on, Corey. Rich what is was Rich was wearing jupe in '96. That's what Juke, that's what Rich was wearing. Wait, jupe. That's what I was wearing. <laughs> no, I was wearing curve. Don't play me, bro. I was wearing curve. Yo, red jupe, bro. Red jupe. 
The blue jupe was corny. Red jupe was hidden. I was definitely rocking the red jupe. <laughs> I, I, had the, I had the preacher cologne. That's only because it's all I, I used to smell my father. That was the Royal Copenhagen. Oh nigga. my God. <laughs> smell my father and Royal. I said, oh, it's about to have all the baddies on me. Ain't track nothing but old church mothers giving me a, the, oh. the weathers. Caramel candy. Oh my god, that weather was sturdy. So that that, that you you did your job with the. Oh my god, I my father used to rock brute, and I just and something in my mind just made me know that wasn't right. I was like, this guy, there's more. There's something more than this. I can't do it. I couldn't do the brute thing, yo. Yeah, I oh did brute one time, bro. And that it, it it that that sent me to the uh, Muslim store to get them oils. <laughs> oh, dude, I used to get the oils and then the um the baby powder incense. <laughs> That's all I used to get from there, yo. Let's see. Let's oh, see. I, was, wow. I was like, look, if you gonna wear this Egyptian Egyptian musk or blue now, <laughs> but we are not going back to brute. Absolutely not, yo. Any other soundtracks that you guys can think about? Like, I don't want to be. Ooh. Was Brown Sugar up What's there? the top five? They didn't really put them in, the, in any kind of order. And I hope this is not in their order okay. because I'll be very upset with them. Um, Brown Sugar is definitely on this list. Brown Sugar is definitely on this list. Let's look that one up. Thank you so much for rocking with the Hello Beautiful People podcast. We're talking about our favorite soundtracks right now. From back in the day, how much we miss the actual soundtrack. Um, Black Star, Brown Sugar. Of course, Love of My Life. That was a huge record. Huge record. And the fact that she kind of wrote that junk like a rap song with all the metaphors and stuff like that, you gotta love Erica. Gotta love Erica Badu for that. What about this Best Man soundtrack? Oh, easy. Easy. I'm about to go there soon now. Let me tell you something. One one of the best records I've ever heard. And this is probably, now that I think about it, this is probably my favorite Beyonce song. Even though it's a duet with the dude that got kicked out of ass yet. <laughs> oh, yeah. The song is called After All Is Said and Done. People, if you don't listen to anything I say today in this podcast, do yourself a favor Check out the Best Man soundtrack, track three. After all is said and done, I promise you, if you're already in love, you're going to go find whoever you with and you're going to hug them a little tighter. If you're not in love, you're going to simp out and call your ex. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. 
I apologize. No, nobody on this podcast is. <laughs> I said, if you die in love, we all in love. Oh, okay. So. All right. I missed that part. My bad. We all in love, so we good. We good. You see, you see George trying to put us on the couch, Rich. You see that? <laughs> I did not. On the couch. Not I did doing not. It. I said, if you are not in love, you're going to simp out and you're going to be on the phone with you. Hey, you ever wonder why we ain't work? <laughs> Remember it was a- that, that used to be a thing on Twitter. It was like text, uh, text your ex like this line that was it would be like lyrics trying to get your girl back, and like text your ex this and post their response. I mm-hmm. never participated in that. Me nope. neither. No, no, no. People are still uh, kind of no. doing that now too, but nope. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. As absolutely not. Oh my gosh. Maxwell was on the best man soundtrack too. He was. Let's not play the game. That junk with that junk. That junk was hard with that little guitar. Yo. Maxwell was the soundtrack king of the 90s. King, bro. I need these hair products to keep this afro popping. What's Listen, next? You know what's funny? Maybe we found out why the beef is so strong between <laughs> Tyrese and Genuine, because they was definitely on that soundtrack together, too. Come on, With man. I, come on, man. I haven't brought this up in a minute. Let's, don't do this. <laughs> so, so, you, so do we agree, like do you agree that Genuine was the biggest star? Can we just put that out there? Easily. All right. Okay. So All right. are we going to really have this conversation? It's not a conversation I had, to be honest with you. It's just a bad fact that Genuine was a better artist than, than Tyrese was. With, with that with that silky, curly, right. whatever. So it was if that we he had, had to so if we had to rank them, we going G first, then who's the who's the second T in TGT? It's been a minute, but we're back here in TGT land. <laughs> Off for success, you would have to say Tyrese. No, Corey. No, Corey. Success, we don't do Tank that. Is, Tank is the more talented person, but off for success, you would have to say Tyrese. Corey, if we, you're, 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 I'm not gonna let you get off the hook with that, that, that connoisseur's corner way of thinking, sir. <laughs> don't do that. Don't you're do that. musically inclined. Don't do that. And you know better, sir. The better singer, the better songwriter is Tank. But if we're going off of the success. And that's most likely the case in those instances. Genuine will be the number one person, followed by Tyrese, followed by Tank. I don't make the rules. This is how they come. You are making rules. You're making them right now. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I'm, I, you know me. I'm never about sales. I'm just like, who is the better artist? If you're going off Who's of talent, the song? Tank is the. If you're going by talent, Tank is at the top of the list. Followed by the other two, but if you're going by uh, mainstream, oh, yeah, if we go by if we, if we go by mainstream, ain't nobody had a pony, but but genuine, genuine, the only one with pony. But but let's let's, and this is only a hindsight 2020, and that was his first record. If if Tank and that whole if that whole situation with Timberland and all of them hadn't folded, we might be having a different story. But. Hmm. Remember, they was all in that clique together. But there's a reason why they decided to put 
genuine out first and Tank was playing the back. I get that. I get that. I'm talking about when Tank, when it was Tank's turn, and then all of a sudden, like, that junk happened and all their music got, got swiped. It was like, well, he got to figure it out on his own. But it, imagine Tank with that collective behind him. I don't understand. I never understood that thing, like, why he had to, like, separate himself from, like, all of them, even though he was still participating in, like, like he sang background, he sang background on um a lot of records. He sang background on Aaliyah's I Miss You. Yeah. Like he was still there, but it was like when he made music, he like completely separated himself from that collective. I don't I don't understand I, why. Was it because, even though his even though Tank's debut album situation. was legit? Tank's debut album was legit now. Yeah, Force of Nature? Yeah. That's a that's a that's a that's a classic in people's eyes. Just maybe I it. maybe I deserve was a ghetto hit. Listen, that and we found out about that one on where BET's late night. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but I, I will say this, Corey. Let me let me know how you feel about this. Hold up, hold up, George. I'm sorry. What's up? So we were talking about tape. My wife yelled out in the other room, cake and ice cream. <laughs> Sick day. <laughs> Here we go. Hey, hey girl. Hey, Tiff. Hey, girl. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. But we, we can, can we all admit this? Or not even, it's not even an admission. I'm just asking. Out of the collective, I don't know why we're discussing TGD, because the soundtrack. Somewhere, James is livid. Shout out to James White. He is um, singing at a conference. Uh, I'm not going to say what I said. <laughs> I was going to say something crazy. He's singing at a conference this week. He's been don't, this don't, week. Don't do it He'll be back next week. God bless him. Don't do it. We love James, and we, we, we welcome him back. We want, we want the James No Stuff segment back, so we'll welcome him back with open arms. But out of the collective of TGT, and we're really having this discussion. Then we gotta get back to the soundtrack. Yes. Sex, Love, and Pain was the best album out of the three guys. And it's not close. I don't, I don't know if I can argue with that. Corey? I'm trying to fake. Best, best album, not most selling, not number one, blah, 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 blah. We're talking about content here, Corey. But I already addressed this when I said the the better writer-singer was Tank. I well, we're, talking about, we're, we're talking about a body of work now. Uh, and my, my, my answer stays the same. Uh, I don't, I don't right. disagree with you. Okay. I, right. I will say, I will say, and you mentioned it, not too many people get a pony as their first record and have that propel their career and also have so anxious on the same. You know what? Yeah. No, you, you're right. I mean, we're pulling hairs here because these guys, they've all had their swing at their like big hits. Like, come on, man. We make fun. We make fun of you for it, but it's at the time. It's it just a running like joke. It was a running joke that I used to love telling 
because I really felt like the idea could work. If they were like, because there was a point where these verses wasn't hitting hard. It was a bunch of weirdo verses. So I was like, why won't we get all three of them? Instead of doing 20, do 10, 10, 10. It would have, all right. The waiting to excel sounds <laughs> perfect. That way, I perfect feel like we lost way. about ten listeners, and I'm sorry. And we, I just want anybody that's still listening. Thank you, thank you so much. Babyface, all songs, all new songs written and produced by Babyface. This, is, if you go back to the previous podcast, this is what I want Beyonce to do. But we're not going into that conversation again. But in 95, this worked, Corey. <laughs> Sitting up in my room, not going to cry, let it flow. Hits on hits. This junk sold. This, here goes the, the, um, the Corey criteria. Charted three. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I'm going to read this correctly. Like his film and written counterparts, the Wing to Excel soundtrack was a major success. Charting at number three on the Billboard 200 list and selling more than 12 million copies world, worldwide. 11 nominations at the Grammys that year, earning Babyface a Best R&B Song Grammy for Exhale Shoot. I don't understand how a man can write a record like that. Like, that's phenomenal, yo. To put himself in that spot and write an incredible record like that from a woman's perspective. That's incredible. But um, other soundtracks up here was, of course, Prince and the Revolution, Purple Rain. That was 84. Um, Curtis Mayfield, Superfly. I remember distinctly getting that soundtrack when I was in college, just to fit in, Rich. I had no clue <laughs> who Curtis Mayfield was. I had no clue at all, but I definitely got that junk when I was doing the BMG. When I was doing the BMG hustle and getting oh, yeah. 38 CDs for a dollar and never paying for them junks. Um, but yeah, there's a there's a bunch of stuff. I just wanted to reminisce about these the soundtracks that were just amazing, yo amazing like oh wow the wood i want to know was on the wood by joe are you serious yeah i thought that was a standalone but i feel like i want to know came out before that and they probably just um i feel like yeah i feel like the the wood soundtrack was like a more of like a collection of songs that they were like um like reminiscing on when they were thinking about like a period of time. Cause yeah, they had like, remember back in the day by <laughs> back in the day by uh, Amadio. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And and here, here was something that was just brought to my attention from the table of the Martins. That loving basketball. Does loving basketball have a soundtrack? I think I saw it up here. Hold on now. I definitely cool. think I saw it up yeah, yeah. Loving Basketball, Dance Tonight. Lucy Pearl. Yeah. 
I don't know if that, I remember. That was another unsung. <laughs> that was like That's a super group right that they put together. They put together the super group and they just kind of like went away. They didn't really do much after that. Let me see here. Friday they got Friday up here. They got Wild Style, Rush Hour soundtrack. That's where you got faded pictures. How deep is your love? Can I get a? Can I get a? <laughs> can I get a? Can I get a? Yeah. So we can reminisce. Oh, New Jack City, like Stanley this. Brown. Like this, this, mm-hmm. this brings it back to <laughs> what we're talking mm-hmm. about. Stanley Brown. I'm dreaming. You know, I want to set you up. Oh, New Jack Hustler, Nino Steam. Yo, for the time that that New Jack City album was fire. <laughs> Stan had an input on a lot of records uh, during that time. Uh, the Drew Hill first joint, the New Jack City joint. He had an input mm-hmm. on a lot of records. A lot. A lot. A lot. And I just thought dude was a dude from um, Greater Allen Cathedral. I had no I, I had no idea when I met him. No clue. The, the dude was. George. I didn't know. I, I was deprived the, the, of a lot when I was a kid, bro. I didn't know. The resume was what got him to Allen, but don't have me up here giving a man his flowers. But yeah, the resume got him to Allen. It was had nothing to do with anything else. The resume got him to Allen. They took him from uh, my pop's church, uh, and it was a sad day. But yeah, the resume. <laughs> got juice. <laughs> they, got a little. they got above the rim up here, guys. Yeah, ain't the what's the name remix on there? Um, anything anything by, with Wu Tang, which was a which was a party classic after a while. They got um, some. They got some great soundtracks up here, man. They, they got the show. Wow. That show album, I, that was one of my favorites, yo. Every day. Remember that Mary J, Every Day It Rains? Do, 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 do. But they put no effort in the beat. They were just like, man, just sample that joint. Let her sing. She's hot. Is the Juice <laughs> soundtrack on there? Yes. Okay. Yes, the Juice soundtrack is up there. Come on, man. Know the ledge, bro. I knew that song every single word, yo. I used to even do the um the scratches with my mouth. Ah. <laughs> I used to I do all of them just, bro. That was man. Yeah, hip hop array on that joint too. Is it good? Remember that? Is it good to you? R and B joint. So people, listen, just do yourself a favor. Like, you know, we love the music here at the Hello Beautiful People podcast. And there's just some really good music. And like, initially, we warned you about the bad stuff. But we wouldn't warn you about the bad stuff without telling you about the better stuff. (laughs) So these are just a few of our favorites that um, was on this wonderful list. it's a Vibe magazine article from 2019. Um, just for a couple more standouts, they got the bodyguard up there for, for sure. That's definitely that needs to be up there. 
Um, they got Belly. I don't know why they have suicides, but that's a reach. They got American Gangster, Jay-Z. So they got they got a lot of like, shark tail. Yeah, so there's <laughs> there's some hits and some misses here, but if you ever want to check it out, just um Google 36, it's 36 soundtracks. So 36 best black movie soundtracks you should know. And you can check those out and make your own determinations. But I suggest that you go, if you haven't heard these records, go look up these records on there. Spotify and Apple Music records we talked about. Don't look up the R. Kelly, though. I don't want you to say that we told you. You feel all conflicted. I, I, I don't want to. Well, George said it was all right. Nope. <laughs> all I said was, all I said was, lyrics don't rate. That's what I said. <laughs> no, that's not even funny. I don't know why I'm laughing at that. So, bro, get it together, man. <laughs> I'm good. I think I'm going to end it here. I'm going to stop now. <laughs> I think I'm going to end it here. Thank you guys so much <laughs> for rocking with us. Please excuse, please excuse me if anything might not sound too much. It's, it's just really not funny, but um, yeah. Uh, oh shoot! As we and laugh, if, <laughs> as as we laugh and giggle, but nah, man, that man is going under the jail again. His lawyers are trying to resign. Like, how you going to resign from a job that you getting paid for? Like, man, we about to lose, lose. I'm out. <laughs> That brother's oh, going under the jail. So, um, thank you guys for coming through. Thank you for rocking with us another week. Check out some of this good music. We hope you um enjoyed the podcast for myself, for Rich, for Talisa who came through. Thank you for coming through, Talisa, even though she had a phone call. She had to jump off um, and take that. We totally understand. So, everybody in the podcast crew, Ronnie, Dom, Corey, Everybody, even Dion, crazy so. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. We want to thank y'all so. <laughs> want to thank you so much for rocking with us. This every time, I do, I do, I do. I don't know why Corey not laughing. That was a funny one. That's a funny. <laughs> I'm gonna have to explain to Dion why I say the name, but why I'm laughing. This is so funny right now. Oh shoot! Where is the record button? I'm trying to stop this, people. Land the plane, George. Land the plane. I can't do it because you're the host, Corey. Land the <laughs> plane, to, George. I'm just trying to end it. We'll see y'all next week. Stay beautiful. Peace. Oh man, land the plane. Corey is the.